Welcome to the Q-Pop Podcast, your home for World of Warcraft PvP. I'm your host, Rashiwi, and this is Q-Popped. I'm happy to be back with y'all for a revamped show with many upgrades, including my audio setup, which you can see here, very nice, and the fact that the uh, Twitch and YouTube versions will now be video, as you can see. This is now a solo project. I really appreciate all the help that I had to begin with, and it took me a lot of work and a lot of practice, and I'm so glad that we can be doing this now, and I want to give a uh, shout out to everyone who supported me over the last few months in donations, as well as everybody who bought the t-shirt in my Teespring campaign. We made enough money to cover the upgrades, so I really appreciate that. Unfortunately, we're only going to cut a couple episodes here in this week and next week, and that will probably be it, and we will have to take another break because my wife um, is scheduled for a C-section to give birth to our first a newborn child on January 14th, which is next Thursday, 10 days from now. So it's going to be it's going to be very hectic for at least a couple of weeks. We're going to get a lot of help and I own my own business so we can raise the child there. Um so we'll have lots of time with it and we won't have to worry about babysitters or anything. But for sure there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights and I may uh may not be on point, so we may have to change that up. Yeah, a little baby rage. Today, we will have Walter Bear as our guest. He's BlizzCon competitor of Team Splice and a whole bunch of other stuff. Really cool. But first, I'd like to give you guys a little bit of news. In the past week, MLG has been bought out or acquired by Blizzard. Major League Gaming, the once almighty American esports organization, has been bought out by Activision Blizzard in a $46 million which is 31 million euros deal. MLG will be dissolved as part of the deal, so MLG is gone. And this is uh, this actually strikes me a whole lot. I'm actually using an MLG mousepad right now. Uh, my very first eSport event that I ever went to was um, an MLG in Dallas. And I went to a couple of those, and it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. I, I followed StarCraft at the time. It was right after... WoW was taken out of the lineup. But I followed a lot of cool StarCraft people. I got to meet uh, Huck, Idra, In Control, um, and a couple of the Koreans. It was right before the Koreans entered the scene, but there were a couple. So it was a lot of fun. And uh, I will really miss it and all the free Dr. Pepper and the girls that give out the Dr. Pepper. So if any of you have been to an MLG, you will know what I'm talking about. MLG has struggled in the recent years following its early success uh, in tournaments like StarCraft II, Call of Duty, and uh, World of Warcraft, Halo. Halo was their big center stage for a long time, and it actually had to seek financial help. They were in debt, and they had to get financing to the tune of about $6 million to meet its financial obligations. Uh, in October, MLG also lost the hosting rights to Call of Duty, uh, which was, it wasn't ever its main event, but there was a humongous following, I remember, th for that. We went to the first, <laughs> and it's kind of interesting with Call of Duty, because every, basically every tournament that I went to for Call, uh, for MLG, Call of Duty was there, but it was always a different game. It was uh, Black Ops 2, and Modern Warfare 3, and then the next one, and it was it was always... 
changing. I mean, it was the same game, but, you know, Activision Blizzard, they do own Call of Duty. So adding MLG's assets to part of the roster is very good. Uh, what can I say about it is that MLG's assets are likely to be used for the gaming league that Blizzard has rumored for the past few months. Uh, we've heard talks about that, and I think that's a great thing. Activision Blizzard now owns six franchises with established or possibly established esports. They've got uh, StarCraft II, Call of Duty, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, World of Warcraft, and likely Overwatch coming. It's going to be big, so if they start their own gaming league, they already get six franchises that are just ready to go. And I know Overwatch hasn't really started. There's been no tournaments, but... I mean, anybody that's seen it or played it knows it's going to be an eSport. So I haven't been able to stream this podcast in, what, about oh, two months now. November 23rd was the last episode, and that was Yips. We had Yips on, and he and he, uh, he was great, did a great job. But I noticed a few things. The people that were helping with the podcast, they... Uh, they weren't as enthused as I was to drop a bunch of money on new equipment and to pay for the SoundCloud because you have to pay to have the SoundCloud over a certain amount of hours. And uh, that is also how we get it on iTunes. That's also how we get it on every single podcast app, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Podbean. I think your name, the RSS feed goes from SoundCloud. So I know SoundCloud's not big with a lot of people, but that that is how it gets everywhere else. And so to pay that monthly fee plus do some upgrades costs a lot. And I never asked the other guys for any money, but I could just tell that uh, they either didn't want to or weren't into a situation to where they could afford to, to do those kind of upgrades, which I totally understand. You know, everybody's at a different point in your life. I'm 28. I own my own business. I've been married for six years. I'm pretty established, and I understand that not everybody can do can do things like that. Um, so a little bit about me since we're doing a whole revamp show. I I have I hold the record for having the most duelist titles. I'm joking, but seriously, season three was my first duelist. I've never got higher than that. And it's just duelist expansion after expansion after expansion. I started out playing a boomkin back in season two. And um, now during MOP, uh, everybody was able to multi-class a little bit more. And so I switched to a feral druid because they were really good at the time and instant cyclone and everything. Just like Walter Bear, our guest today. And I really, really enjoyed the style of it then. I didn't like the way boomkin had changed and so I started playing that. But then I started multi-classing, and I got 2,200. Yeah, whoop-de-doo, 2,200. But I got 2,200 on, hey, you know, Mage. Uh, I played a Holy Priest and, and a Feral Druid, and it was a lot of fun. And, I, you know, I, I like multi-classing, and I'll probably never... Well, I know I'll never be at the very top, top, top of the tier. But Duelist is fun. That's high enough for me, you know, 2,300, 2,400. Um, but somebody did ask what I played. So I thought I'd go ahead and give an insight. I've done guides over the years. I, I ran a podcast back in 2008, I think called PV pro and it had, I don't know. YouTube was pretty good back then. There was no Twitch. So I don't know. The YouTube videos got 30, 30,000 or something, but it only lasted one episode and we could never do that. I got married afterwards and 
I finished school and a whole lot of other stuff changed. But I have been doing a lot of stuff. I'm moderator on the World of PvP subreddit. And you can check that out. There's some stuff. It's not very active, just like everything else in World of Warcraft PvP. But there's enough stuff going on that, you know, you can you can get by. And I made some guides for uh, casual players or people that have either never played the game or never PvP'd in the game. Very thorough guides. But if you're above 1900 it's not worth your time reading you're already probably better than that if you ended up making it to this stream and you love it just as much as i do the only bit of news that i had besides mlg not a lot has happened recently we've had some legion updates but everybody's kind of talked about that and we even kind of talked about that on our show before um but the other thing that's happened is gcd tv which if you watch my past episodes, you know that I'm a humongous fanboy of the Machine and Clutter and everything that they do. But they have uh, started a pro league, and they have these tournaments all the time. And it is a whole lot of fun, and I hope that anybody that listens, that's an old listener to my podcast, that hasn't checked out their pro league, it is entirely worth watching. Uh, they have... It's a winter league, and it's going to be nine weeks with uh, five bi-weekly tournaments. And that's a, that's a ton of World of Warcraft to get. I mean, that's a ton for us, because we, we usually get BlizzCon, and then maybe somebody else will venture, throw some money into another tournament, and then that's all we'll get. We'll get nothing else. But now, now we get a pro league. We're part of the big boys, just like the other games, StarCraft, Heroes of Storm, Hearthstone. League of Legends, we got our own pro league now. It's all thanks to D-Machine, and a big shout-out to him. We really love him and everything that he does, even though his internet is not always uh, on par. His his spirit is willing, but his internet, not so much all the time. But how the the uh, GCD TV pro league works is the eight teams who accumulate the most GCD points will be invited to the finals of a final a tournament just for that, for the top eight. Teams whose roster swap two or more players after the season begins will lose 50% of their accumulated GCD points, which we've seen teams switch. The Most notably, it comes to my mind, is Method Orange. They switched several times, and I didn't even see them in the roster for next week, so I don't know if they're done. Maybe uh, David can give some insight on that. And by David, I mean D-Machine. Total points will then be divided evenly between all players on the roster if they choose to join or reform the new teams. The finals will be a single elimination tournament and seeded by the performances in Stage 1, which is the, the bi-weekly kind of elimination tournaments. The current point leader right now I checked is Cloud9, which features Roasties, Gorecki, Cubsy, and Wealthy Man. Uh, is the n- new player, so to speak, wasn't with them during BlizzCon. Uh, great multi-classer, uh, great player, great a- addition to the roster of their team. The next tournament will have 14 teams duking it out in a tournament, which is tournament number four, on January 9th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash gcdtv. So if you're listening later on, Mark your calendar, make sure you're following them, and you see when they come live. So, without ado, I will go ahead and do a small introduction to Walter Bear. I'm sure he's here. Hey, how's it going? Very well. How are you? 
I'm good. I'm a bit sick, but I'm good. A bit sick? Yeah. <laughs> I feel cold. Matthew Walter Bear McFarlane is a frail druid on Team Splice, formerly known as Follow Esports, alongside Jelly Beans, Absurge, and Vossel. Their team competed in 2015 at BlizzCon. They're in fifth, fifth, sixth place. They didn't have a a, a qualifier to or a a tournament to decide who gets fifth or sixth. But fifth, sixth. This team also brought home first place at MGN tournament in November. And you guys have also competed quite a bit in a GCD TV. Didn't you take second? Is that right? In one uh, of the tournaments? Yeah, the best we've we've been in most GCDs because uh, Splice wants us to play in all of them basically. But uh, we've the best we've done is second place. I think second place is awesome, and I think even somebody yeah. somebody tweeted out to you that it was good. Wasn't it Jamili? I think maybe said something like that, or maybe it was Rosie's. One of the mages said, don't feel bad for second place. And oh, I think that was Jaw. I'm pretty sure he was trolling. Though. <laughs> I I would take anything he says dead serious, just because you, you never know. He's a very serious person, Jamili. Yeah, yeah. Not a troll at all. No. <laughs> You've also been the highest rated feral druid in North America for four seasons. And I tried to look up your multiple rank one titles. I, I finished the season, so it's the highest. Yeah, yeah, you finished. Yeah. Finished, finished the season. Yeah. <laughs> as the highest feral druid in North America, and I, I thought it was funny you actually put in the U.S. on your, uh, on your Twitch, and you don't even live in the U.S., but you still have that. Habit. Did I put U.S.? It should yeah, be in it. Yeah. yeah, you put U.S. I thought that was funny. Uh, and I don't know how many rank one titles you've had because I couldn't find your characters on Battle.net. I don't know if you have them hidden or if I'm just stupid or illiterate, but I couldn't seem to find uh, I, them. I, I change up the names and that's, okay. that's my why. Okay. Well, I even looked up the one you were playing, your alt, and I couldn't even find it in the Garfield. But uh, no, my, my first season getting glad was season 13, and then season 14 and on are the seasons that I finish as highest, and those are the seasons I got rank one in. I'm trying to remember because there's been so many years. Season 13 was the second season of... That, yeah, that was the second. Yeah, yeah. When, when they had the, the trance Tra- and stuff, Tra- right? Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That was, it's, uh... I was very happy about that. That was right after they took out uh, <clears throat> Instant Cyclone. which That's basically what got me into like playing competitively and taking WoW PvP serious. Really? So you are from, uh, you're from Calgary, Canada. Yep. Which is also, well, a little suburb. Vinruki lives in Calgary, just real yeah. close. And he lives about an hour away, I think, though. It's pretty far. There's somebody else that lives really close, and he said at one point, and now I can't... <laughs> Hansel, Hansel that's it. Yeah. Boy, I would have liked to have been in Calgary uh, last weekend <laughs> when he did that ghost pepper challenge. I bet all the snow melted in oh, the whole does. area. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, was, it was disgustingly amazing. I couldn't get over how... Terrible it was. I he's just a funny guy. He's very like. Oh, he's got a huge, huge, yeah, huge character, <laughs> big personality. Um. Okay, so we've done an introduction, but I would like to know, like, how you got started. When did you start playing WoW? Um, I started playing WoW when I was thirteen. I think it was like a few months before Burning Crusade came out. Okay, so it's still uh, vanilla. Um, I'd been playing uh, Final Fantasy XI before, which is um, 
Yeah. It's another MMO, and yeah. I had been very adamant that like Final Fantasy XI was the best MMO. There's no way I'm playing WoW. And I had a friend who had been playing WoW for a bit on his own, and he told me to come, like, I hang out with, or I would hang out with him when I was a kid. And he got me to come over, and he basically put me on his computer and told me to, like, play for an hour. And then after that, I just, you know, it's WoW. You get, you get hooked. And you play you WoW for an hour, and you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even know you liked it, but you liked it. I loved it. That's it funny you bring up Final Fantasy. I actually started playing Final Fantasy. I would have been a senior in high school, and, uh, Final Fantasy XI? Yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy XI. Oh, and I, so I subscribed to it, and I don't know what the fuck happened, but it would never let me play the game. And it literally took me a year to get my credit card off of that game, and I kept getting charged, and I ended up having to, like, fight it. I remember, yeah, it was a, I remember it was a crazy process to, like, log into the game and, like, get it downloaded and stuff. They had all these different, like, I don't know screening things where you had to put your password in like three times i all i know is that i i paid probably 150 dollars for that game between the sub and actually buying the game and i never played one second of the actual game i logged in and i saw the cool pretty did you never play it because it's dead now but yeah no i never got to play it and i owned it and i ended up like uh, I didn't even get it refunded. I ended up actually having to pay all that money and never got to play one minute because I don't know I'm stupid and I was seventeen and but I, I called and called and called them. And it, it took forever to get all that settled out. Yeah. So you started playing right before Burning Crusade. So you probably got into it. I mean, right when Arena. Well, started, yeah. Right? Uh, but um, I never played Arena until I guess I dabbled in it a bit since Burning Crusade. But I, like, I honestly played like. In Burning Crusade, I probably played like 10 arena games, and I had no idea what I was doing. And it was the same with Wrath. Actually, Wrath was a bit different. I played a bit more. I got 1800 with a real life friend. I don't know. But yeah, um, I just, I haven't, I never took WoW too seriously until, um, I guess, Mop. What did you do in the game? Were you a dungeon grinder, just level, or? Um, I was just casual i guess i i did um i liked pvp pvp was like my favorite thing to do but i just i didn't have the time to commit and get good at it basically i like world pvp a lot that was my favorite thing to do in wrath so a couple years pass you're probably 15 16 when wrath comes out yeah still in school still <laughs> working the grind then you get out of school and it's about kata and then you started playing seriously during kata no, Kata was, um, I was in high school, <clears throat> I think I was in grade 10 when Kata came out, I'm not sure, but that was, that was, I guess, when I started to get better at the game, and, um, but I still only played with real life friends when I was doing, like, competitive stuff, like, that's when I started to do Arena, and I got 2K with two of my real life friends that don't play anymore, and they haven't played for a few years, but, I got 2K with real life friends, and then we kind of capped out, and I never really wanted to get in Skype, and, like, or Ventrilo or whatever it was back then, yeah, and play yeah. with people I didn't know, because I thought that was kind of just odd. Yeah, and even now, like, I somehow have managed to keep a group of <clears throat> friends who still play sort of semi-competitively, and, and I feel really lucky for that. I mean, I got, yeah. got 2,300 in twos with a guy that I've been playing with in real life since Burning Crusade, uh, so and I know it's twos, but whatever. I mean, you've still been able to like compete at some some level, and that's that's a whole lot of fun because the LFG. I don't know if you've had to use it much since your 
<laughs> been rank one like since it's I, came I don't out. think I've used it once. Yeah, it I've is the it. most frustrating thing <laughs> ever. Like you will get into a session, you'll play with these guys. They'll act real nice at first. You link your achievements and. And people get mad at me because, like, your achievements stay the same. Like, they don't replace if you get yeah. hired again. So I've got 2,400 from Wrath of the Lich King. And they're like, oh, you're, you're just an old man that was good in 2010, and now you're terrible. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm signing up for a 2K group. I don't think I've got, you know, more than 500 points worse. But maybe so because the, yeah. the rating meta changes so much every season. And 2,200 one season is, like, 2k the next so. it does change a lot yeah with inflation and everything it's hard to say but lfg is an amazing thing and i'm glad they put it in and it's really good for the game but it it's yeah. it's terrible LFG. it at least gives you if you have nobody to play with at least it gives you that right so i can only think of just a few people that i played more than one session with really like yeah. they'll, they'll always say yeah man at me that was really good you know, we we pushed to want thirty points or fifty points or whatever, and you're you're two k or something, and then like you add them, they add you, and you always message them. No, you never play together ever again. I can't remember one instance where I ever played with another person. So, yeah. So, <laughs> are you really excited for Legion that's about to come out? About to come um, out in eight months. <laughs> what a I'm a. I'm definitely excited, even if it's a bad game, and like, while well, PvP is even worse than it is now, which is like totally possible. Um, I'm just like a WoW fan, so just playing a new expansion is always fun for me. Like, I, I enjoy like the questing and everything. So there's that, and then uh, the changes to Feral actually look really good. They yeah. were gonna take out Clone, but apparently now they've like reverted that. I guess. Yeah, I was about to say. You know, they took a, maybe they, maybe they just you know hadn't told us yet. I don't know, but no, for sure, it was it was gone in our minds for a while, and now it's back. And uh, there was a lot of hate for that. I was as soon yeah. as I read that, I was like, hmm, I got eleven classes. What am I gonna play <laughs> next expansion? Yeah, you know. So if they if they remove Fer, uh, clone from Feral, that would be just a terrible change. Feral's already getting so simple compared to how it used to be. Yeah, absolutely. And the classes need more depth, man. That's the problem with Wad. Well, a big problem with Wad is like, wow, it's such a like it's a fairly slow-paced game. Like it's not like League. So if you don't have enough abilities and enough things you can do differently than other people, it just gets stale really quickly. Yeah, that was one of the big things that I critique on, and I don't critique on a lot of stuff very hard. But I mean, if yeah. League of Legends or Here the Storm went from five abilities to three, and there would be, I mean, nobody would play it anymore. <laughs> And we lost about that much. I mean, we lost 20% of our abilities for the most yeah. part. And there was a lot of st stupid stuff that needed taken out, like symbiosis, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, the stuff like that, that should have just been like balance changes, though. But yeah. the stuff that really bothered me was making like rotations simpler. Like, damage rotations were, they weren't too, I honestly don't think they were too complex, that it was like something that was hard to learn, really. But at least it took like a while for a player to get really good at it. There's some kind of, like, intuitive, like, uh, I don't know the word I'm thinking of, but, like, you'd play the class for long enough and you'd actually just naturally get better at it. Like, you'd know, you'd get the pacing of it and stuff better. Yeah, and, and it felt like this, I mean, I don't know, I mopped, the skill cap wasn't, cr like, crazy high or anything, but I seriously felt like 
there was so much to learn. I mean, you had to learn your class and everybody else's class. And now I feel like you can just kind of know what you're doing. And and that's, I mean, you can play it 70% like skill cap now, just knowing what you're doing and, and doing damage. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's simple to know like what all the classes do and stuff. Like they all have a few big cooldowns and that's all you really need to know. Right. I think, uh, the biggest, the biggest, uh, like spell change for me that really upset me the most was that they removed pounce and implemented rake into it. And it feels so like it works. It works just fine. But I don't know. That seemed like such a weird, silly change. Like what you remove cheap shot and make hemorrhage stun when you're in stealth. Like that was the same thing. So goofy. I just don't like that they baked everything into rake. Like now it's it's pounce. It's our combo point building bleed, and it also is like our big bird. I don't know. It's just it's too much stuff. And also like savage roar gets reset. Yeah. It just makes the class like too simple. It's just the one button that all you need to know is press that and you'll do well, right? Especially with incarnate, you press that on everybody and the whole team rots and you get savage roar up and you don't really have to manage anything or think about anything. Somebody did ask. I posted a little like questionnaire deal. And somebody did ask, <laughs> "How many times did you break your nose hitting incarnation?" <laughs> and it's a good question. I don't know. I haven't broken it yet, but I think that might have been Glinks. <laughs> I think that actually might have been Glinks. I'm not sure. He either asked that or when were you going to do an ERP bear cosplay stream? One day. One day I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> I keep talking about that. I'll do it eventually. But there is... Maybe not RP, but... So, like, one of the things that every single person that I've heard talk about says that PvP seasons need to be shorter, much shorter, and that is one of the things that they say they are going to do. So that's... That would be great. That's big time. Uh, Of course, the the one thing that I'm super worried about is that they're splitting up titles at the end of the season between Horde and Alliance and I just I know what that's going to do like it's just going to make people whatever they're going to put a time limit on you're not going to be able to switch for like the last 10 days 20 days whatever it is yeah. everybody's going to switch at the last moment and you're not going to know really, anybody's sitting I don't I don't understand why they need to do that I don't think it really bothers PvPers that we're all one faction like if you if you want to play Horde you can play Horde but you they shouldn't you shouldn't be rewarded for doing that I don't know I mean, honestly, I think for Arena, they should just let us uh, let us play Horde with Alliance. Like, let let that be a thing for Arena because you already have yeah, Horde so, killing uh, Horde yeah. and Alliance killing Alliance, so it's not going to break the lore for yeah. for whatever reason. I think that w- that would be the way to do it. And you know, every class that their best is Horde. You know, if they're a Death Knight or a Windwalker monk or something, they just be Blood Elf, and other people be human, and Druids all be Night Elves, and yeah. We'll just be a happy place. Because you already have the mercenary mode for Astron and stuff, right? So why yeah. not do that for Arena? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's like a terrible change. I just, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. But we'll see. Maybe it'll end up being a really good thing and we'll look back on today and laugh. I doubt it. It does bother PvPers. Well, I don't know. Among like my group of friends and the people I play with, None of us have really cared about that. I think the majority of the people don't. And I think anybody that is Horde right it is, now... Like, I understand that it's, like, it, it's kind of, like, variety is fun and stuff, but mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's going to always go for the cookie-cutter spec. And if... I don't know. 
And That's I, something I gotta think about. I think. I think. I think if one faction is just like a little tiny bit better, or if it's close, everybody's still gonna be one faction. Like everybody wants to be able to play together, at least at the top level. Yeah, and then everybody's gonna watch the streams, and they're gonna do the same thing anyway. I mean. In MOP, everybody was Horde, and Alliance was a little bit better then. So, I mean, it's, yeah. I don't know. And then everybody just decided to switch. All I know is that I'm not dropping the, whatever, 150 bucks or... Actually, it's way more than that. Like, $300 to transfer all my tunes again. So, I'm staying. I don't give a fuck what happens. <laughs> yeah. It's not worth the money. Yeah. So, do you have any opinions on the Prestige thing? On which? The prestige. So once you hit oh. honor, honor level fifty, you'll get to go back. And I'm wondering, like, you know, if you're really wanting to make a huge difference at the competitive level, like you are, and, and be at the very top, like you're not going to want a prestige. You're going to want to keep all those talents. It's going to make it a big well, deal. The thing about that is, somebody like me who like I want to take it seriously and have all my talents. Say I'm having like a weekend where. I just I don't want to PvP seriously, or like there's like a week where I'm just I'm so bored of arena, it, you know I don't know I, I like it I think it just gives you something extra you can do if you want to. Well, it's kind of gonna depend think... how long it takes too. I mean, if it takes you a month. Yeah, like that's that. true. That's true. Hopefully, it doesn't take too long because I think that would be kind of bad. Yeah, but um, I I think it's really good for the game. I think I said this in the queue up mm-hmm. podcast that um I think lower lower level pvpers need more incentive like more just small rewards and stuff so just anything you can work towards is good like that i I used to play call of duty in the prestige system i didn't always do it but it was always there and it was something to do like it it just i don't know i like it i agree with that and they say you're gonna get mounts and titles and cosmetics and stuff so for somebody who's yeah like not gonna play like i don't i'll not play for like two months competitively and then i'll like play one one Q session, and I'll just cap the rest of the weeks. So exactly. something like that is great for me because I don't have time to do anything else. Yeah, and it gives you something to like if you just want to relax and do battlegrounds for fun. Like it gives you something to do, right? Yeah, makes you feel like you're progressing towards something, even if you're just relaxing. Well, judging by chat, we have a lot of uh, animosity on the uh, about the the faction the faction <laughs> change, and I know that guy, and I haven't talked to him in a long time, but he. Like, was born undead, and he will be undead <laughs> for the rest of his life, and he makes the coolest, like, rogue g- gank videos. So, it makes the a lot of sense. The thing about that, to me, though, also, is, like, if you want to be a top PvP, like, top-level arena player, you're already not playing, the cl- like, the race that you want to play, necessarily. Like, yeah. right. I, agree. I, like, I don't know. Sometimes I want to play, like, Torin or something like that, but I just, I already play Night Elf because I want the racials, so... I did play I Torn for it, a little bit last season. I, got, I played a couple. I played like uh, two or three sessions with Snuts, and we got to play FLS because like nobody was Horde, so I got to play that with him. Yeah. And actually, Torn was super fun. The worst stop was really cool in a couple of scenarios. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the only way to do that is to literally take out racials. I mean, yeah, everybody gets to play what they want, you know. But I still think, like I said. I think everybody's gonna like swing to one side. It might not be ninety percent, but it's it's still gonna be a huge majority just because that's where everybody is and that's where your streamers are and streaming is such a huge part of the game now. Like people wanna play with those people and even if it's on their alts, even if it's Swifty Bajira like playing on their alts, like they wanna play with them and get in their guild, so I yeah. think people are gonna go wherever 
whoever the people they like and play with and watch are. Yeah. We have a few new arenas. I know you guys talked about this a little bit on uh, on the. Did we? Cube. I yeah, I actually. Well, yeah, yeah. D-, D Machine brought it up a little bit. So I think somebody. Yeah, maybe he mentioned it, but I haven't heard about this really. He said he was super excited. Uh, the one of them. Yeah. When it, whenever you first enter the arena, you'll be encased in a dome of vines. When the match starts, those vines will retreat, leaving the starting area exposed to the rest of the arena. Interesting. In the center, you'll find three statues, which can be used to break line of sight. However, these statues are located very close together, so you'll need to keep moving if you want to play defensively. Some a cool, cool definition. I mean, you really have to see it and play it uh, to know. Yeah, they, they had some pictures, but it wasn't a whole lot. I like variety, but I don't know. I don't like a lot of people don't like gimmicky maps because it kind of just it's annoying to lose when uh, something dumb happens with the map. Like uh, a lot of people don't like Blade's Edge because it just favors certain people a lot more than others, and that's kind of unfair. But yeah, I don't know. I like I like the sound of that. Do you hate Typhoon as much as I do? Like, does it not work as much as? Oh, yeah, it's awful. (laughs) Like I. Every day it's, I'm like, man, terrible. I should it's, just switch to Fairy Swarm. This would be so much better. And I never do. No, so I'm like, oh, I could kick one cast. but It's still better because of just like the interrupting cast and the yeah. like applies days and stuff. But it was, um, I think it was at the start of WAD, they changed it. They changed the like arc that it sends people when you like with the knockback. It used to be a lot higher. Like they would go a lot higher. And so on maps like Blade's Edge, you'd actually send them over the side instead of just like pushing them forward. Yeah. Because now, when you use it on Blade's Edge, they just hit the the side of the bridge, and it yeah. doesn't really. Do anything. They, they literally have to be on top of that little lip yeah. there, now to where, and like I don't know. Sometimes I'll be on ruins, and I'll hit them, and there won't be anybody else that can knock off. No hunter, no Elishama, and they still just don't move. Like yeah, I'm so it's it's really frustrating. It's not, yeah. And actually. In line with that, I think uh, I think parry and dodge is still a big deal in the game. Like without yeah, without using a cooldown. Like I get it during evasion, I get it during dive of the sword. But like when yeah. my opener just parries, yeah, on a losing, like a losing games on that is very very frustrating. That's so so upsetting. I don't know how many times I like. Well, I didn't get pulled out. I I went the right way and tricked yeah. him and then I hit him on the side and they parried it with their little staff because they're a priest. I actually lost a game earlier today because somebody dodged my stun when I had like perfect setup. Like I want to table flip this 300 pound desk. I feel like I could if I was that mad. Like <laughs> just at that right there. I scream all the time about that. I like don't get upset about a lot of things. I have a pretty good question. And I know you won't have the answer, but it's something to think about. Transmog is such a big deal right now. And I, for one, I was a BC baby, so I love the Burning Crusade gear. Yeah. How are we going to be able to buy that? Just gold? Because honor isn't going to be gone completely. There will be no more honor. So are we not going to be able to buy legacy gear? I'm sure it'll, be, I'm sure it'll still be in the game. It has to be. Gold it'll just be gold. Or, or maybe that'll be part of their... Prestige system, maybe yeah, stuff gives you access to a vendor or something if yeah. you have the right prestige. Yeah, but I hadn't. I looked for an answer on that. I couldn't find it. Um, that'd be too weird. I think if they just removed old gear like that. Yeah, if something unexpected is going to happen, 
that's going to be really hard. Like you would kind of want to know because you might want to grind out that set of gear yeah. that you hadn't got on a certain character beforehand. Yeah. Well, it's easier. Um, one big question I have, and especially after listening to you today and on Q Pop or Q Up, I can't even. I don't even know which podcast I'm on. <laughs> one thing I want to know is. Like, is the game still fun? Um, because I know we just play it because we play it yeah. every day, and we're and we're attached to it or addicted to it or question. whatever we use. No, I think um, I think it is still like it's tons of fun. It's just it's very frustrating now, especially when you've been playing for a long time, and like we all remember, you could queue into a counter comp and you'd be able to outplay them. Yeah. But now it's just, it's so rock, paper, scissors, and players are, like, they're almost immediately getting to, like, a high, like, the skill cap of their class. Maybe not the skill cap, but they're getting good enough at it immediately because it's so simple that they can just re-roll, like, Windwalk or DK or something, and immediately just, they kill Absturge, like, in the opener. Which is, like, kind of a joke, because Absturge has been playing forever. He's probably the best Resto Shaman in the game. He is. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't matter who's playing Windwalk or DK, a lot of the times he'll just he'll just die no matter how like how well we play. And I think like balance is a big issue in every game. I mean, League of Legends you have heroes that are better. Same with Heroes of the Storm. Even Hearthstone, like one deck will be too easy, but it is so unbelievably exaggerated in yeah. WoW that like that is all anyone ever talks about is DKOP. Like or, yeah, you know whatever. And, like, they'll talk about a comp, like, oh, your RMD, that's so face roll. You don't even have to have fingers to play that comp. Like, you... I think um, for tournaments and stuff, it's not... Um, for tournaments and stuff, it's kind of annoying because every, every theme is, like, Mage Pally because that comp is just... any Like, Mage Pally anything is just really strong. But um, if you're on ladder, I've, I feel like it's actually not too poorly balanced right now. Like, I feel like as long as you're playing a decent class and spec which most 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 things in the games most things in the game have one of those have has a viable spec and um you can pretty much, like i don't know I, i'm just trying to say like basically every decent spec you can get high rated with like we have comps it's just it's very rock paper scissors now so you might have a bad queue session one day just because of what's queuing and yeah, sorry, I kind of like completely lost my train of thought there. No, and I think uh, you kind of know what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah, and a lot of people think the balance that, isn't that bad. Yeah, a lot of people think that every single spec needs to be balanced, and people will yeah. argue that it every single spec needs to be viable. And I think that every, if every class has at least one viable spec, then they're fine. Like almost every class has two. Druid, every like all three, yeah. are great. Exactly. Right, yeah. Like every class has at least one or two specs that you can get rank one with. You just have to play the right comp and you have to wait for the right cues, basically. So it's the balance right now isn't as bad as a lot of people are, would say. And you know, as easy as it is to to get a new class like geared up, like it takes. I mean, you can do it in a weekend. Like from, like yeah. you can. I mean, you may have to boost a character and pay for it or whatever, but. Like, you could boost one in, in full gear in one weekend. It'd be good to go. You'll be yeah. a, a couple weeks behind, but, I mean, honestly, you can get 2K without gear gear problems mattering. I mean, but I, I do see, when I go on the on the forums and when I go on the subreddit, 
I don't see questions of how can I play better? Like, how can I synergize better? How can I do this mechanic or get these keybinds set up better? It's yeah. like 90%. What class is the best right now? Or what comp is OP with my buddy's class? He plays yeah. a Resto Druid. Uh, but it's never about technical skills or very, I, think, I mean, the add-ons maybe, and, and that's about it. I think part of that is just how easy it is to pick up a new class right now. Like, even if you're not perfect at certain classes, as long as you have a decent idea of what you're doing, you can just excel at it if you play the right comp and you have the right cues, you know? And it seems like the meta is, like, way more time-consuming in this game, too. And maybe not so much now because we're not going to have a patch for a while. But it seemed like, man, we would have a patch, like, every two months. Yeah. It would drastically change the game. I mean, it would change the top five comps. Yeah. Like their order of how good they are. I mean, it, it's a full-time job just keeping up with that. I mean, if you're going to flavor of the month, you better you better just be ready to have <laughs> better everything. Better be ready, yeah. Have you given any thought to... Super Tease gives this one uh, like a solo queue for 2v2, 3v3, 5v5. Um, who was I talking to about this? I was talking to somebody about that recently, and uh, yeah, it's just like more stuff to do. I, I think it like um, it's just another thing to do that gives people an option to get into arena and stuff if they don't want to be too uh too die down to a team be a good way to meet partners i mean Ex exactly yeah. they could literally basically be skirmishes with a rating and some kind of reward doesn't have to be a title system but yeah some, some kind of reward system and a, a bracket and i know you guys talked earlier uh, the other no, day it's, about... it's a good way to practice too. Where like you wouldn't have if you do terribly, like it's not the end of the world and right. stuff like that. And I think uh, you guys talked about like instead of rating, have like a percentage base, like a gold, diamond, yeah, uh, platinum, that kind of thing. And I mean, uh, Blizzard does it in his other, its other games. I mean, <coughs> other than yeah, uh, I, th I think that's a great idea. I think rating the rating system, the rating ladder is like very. Uh, outdated yeah i do too i mean using that that chest ladder doesn't really make sense whenever yeah. you have it it's shifting so often yeah uh, if you had no new seasons i guess it would work but then everybody would just be 4k but yeah uh, what other things we have? oh the other thing i thought was really funny is every time something is crazy unbalanced or like silly happens in the game or somebody gets one shot Literally, they just type out "wad." Yeah, wad. That's kind of a joke. Yeah, and and I think like that joke is <laughs> so embedded with this expansion right now that I don't even think there can be anything good come out of it, be just because of the attitude that everybody has. Yeah, I know. Just like fuck it, wad. I don't think it's nearly as bad as people say it is with wad. Like how? Like I don't know. Everyone complains so much about it, and. It's like that, honestly, I feel like it's like that every expansion. Like, everyone bitches about it while you're in it, and they talk about the old expansions being so good, and then you go to the next one, and they immediately start talking about how good the other ones were. That's why I'm thinking, even though it's, like, kind of boring, and, like, the skill caps are so low now, and it's very rock, paper, scissors, like, it's not, if you if you think about it kind of unbiased, like, objectively, it's, it's not that bad, because it's still... Everything can basically get high rated right now, so it could be worse, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I I, I still have a whole lot of fun playing the game. And exactly, I, and I yeah. remember 
I remember everybody says, oh, Wrath of the Lich King. Oh, maybe you don't remember that they could drop Death and Decay and fear a whole team. I, they had no DR. And Wrath, yeah. I remember I, honestly... I played Boomkin back in... I did too, like, man. All of that time. And then I remember the end of Season 4, like right before Wrath came out, and Starfall was just AoE stun with no DR. You just stunned the whole... Everybody. So and fun. PvE gear and PvP. To yeah. me. That's, that's part of the reason I never got super serious until late. Is because it just seems so time consuming to get best in slot and be able to compete. Yeah, I remember in the That end just of, seems dumb. It it is dumb. I remember at the end of Wrath we uh we were playing Boomkin Warrior Holy Paladin and we were like twenty three hundred. We were really trying to push Glad that season and we ended up like we couldn't go anywhere for weeks and then all of a sudden the warrior got that armor pin trinket that you get off. Yeah. Exactly. And all of a sudden we went to like 2,500 and we were like super close. And then he got hacked and like <laughs> the team got deleted. And, and then he got hacked. <laughs> and, then, and then fuck my life and yeah. I stopped playing for a little bit. But, I mean, we went way up just because of some silly PvE trinkets. So. Yeah, I, I think agree. that was in Mop where they like started putting a lot of emphasis on uh, PvP gear being best in slot. Yeah, definitely. Definitely the case. I, I don't only remember yeah. a couple of... Yeah, Kata, they had those legendary daggers and the warlock thing, and yeah. Yeah, and Warglaives back in the day, and yeah. there was some staff, and, and Kata too. Yeah. I remember it was pretty good, yeah. So it's, yeah. That's a huge improvement, making gear, like, be PvP gear. And now, even making gear, not a thing. Like, anybody just jump in, and uh, you'll really be able to still see skill. Yeah. You ought to be able to see skill level between people who have PvE'd forever and people who pvp'd forever at least i hope so if you can't that's gonna be sad <laughs> because it's a totally different aspect and i have a couple of friends who raid at mythic level and they know that it's hard in its own way and pvp is but they all say yeah. well I, I can clear all everything on mythic but i damn sure can't get glad so <laughs> I, ho I hope that that stays because since it's not scripted and everybody says well it's scripted pvp now but that's okay. Yeah. Well, how do I feral druid? How do you feral druid? No. Uh, I watch you and I'm like, man, I do that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. You play around <laughs> Incarn. When you don't have Incarn, you spam Cyclones. That's about it, mm. honestly. It's pretty simple now. Do you wish that like bleeds were more efficient than they were and that burst was lower? I, I really like the style. Yeah. It was like I, um... I loved the way Feral was designed in season fifteen, I guess. When uh like you didn't it wasn't around Incarn, you had your Trents, so I don't know, I just I loved how uh, complex the like the damage rotation was. And then you could spam cyclones, but if you did it poorly you'd get caught out of form and you could get CC'd with polys or you could get stunned and just die instantly, so Oh well, now they think about combo points are a big deal for rogues and yeah, I like that change. I actually love that change. I it's thought a, yeah. that was way too clunky in MOP, where uh, your combo points stay on your target and you have no way of switching that. It's definitely harder then, but yeah, I agree. It is yeah. It is a good change. Um, so, yeah, you can agree that having a high skill cap isn't always a good thing. Just in that example right there, on a certain yeah. particular ability. Not overall, but... Oh, yeah, I wanted to know, how did... How did you end up getting hooked up with Jelly Beans and App Search? Jelly Beans, I just I had mutual friends that kind of introduced us, and 
Yeah, so I've known him since season 13, when I first started taking PvP serious, I guess. He's been a friend since then, too. And um, Absturge, I met in season 14, just because I wanted a shaman to play with. Try and kitty cleave or something. Yeah. Yeah. What so about, I've, known them, I've known them both for a long time. Long, long time. What about Fallout Esports? Did they, did they approach you during this last BlizzCon beforehand? They're now surprised. Um... I'm not, honestly, I'm not too sure how that worked. I think David, D-Machine, um, I think he was talking to them, and they were asking him, like, what team should they sponsor or something like that? Or, like, he just gave them a few teams that he thought they should sponsor. I'm not sure. It was something like that. David David introduced us, I guess, though. Now, I don't actually know much about Follow Esports slash Splice. Uh, what other games do they have teams <laughs> in? Uh, they actually have team, or, yeah, a team in almost like every pro esport right now. They're they're taking it pretty serious. I think they're going to be pretty big in the next year or so. Like they'll be the next Cloud Nine or something like that. Yeah, I was curious about the name change. Like it, Spice is definitely more catchy, and you get a logo with it. But Follow Esports, yeah. I mean, it it tells you exactly what it is. It doesn't beat around the bush at all. Yeah, I um I I liked Follow Esports at first. I didn't like it at all but then it kind of grew on me and i was kind of disappointed they changed the name but i think splice might grow on me eventually i don't know i mean i like the logo and it's good to be consistent and have something yeah i like the logo and yeah obviously especially for people who uh want a team to follow it's kind of nicer to say like cheer for team splice instead of team follow esports.com right Sounds nice. Like Tempo Storm, Cloud Nine. Yeah. It sounds good. Exactly. That was the idea, I think. So are you excited about the new uh gaming league that's probably coming? I like I hope we have some kind of backed league by Blizzard. I mean I don't see why yeah. after I, I mean they hired the the old CFO of MLG, they hired the old CEO of ESPN, uh I mean, it sounds like they're really getting serious. Like they're throwing some serious cash at all this stuff. I'm sure they're. Um, I'm sure they're focusing on their other games, you know, like Hots and uh, Overwatch and everything. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully that'll end up working out. And I mean, if they're in charge, they'll, they'll there's on WoW. There's for sure some room for them to do that without it. I mean, costing them too much extra. I mean, if yeah. it's their game, I mean, yeah. World of Warcraft's still one of their. I mean, it, it might even still be their biggest game. Uh, obviously I think it is right behind Hearthstone or something like that. Yeah, my yeah, I can see that. Hearthstone's pretty casually playing your phone and stuff. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, I enjoy Hearthstone. I enjoy Heroes. Yeah, I like I Overwatch games. when I got to play it. I love StarCraft. I got big old yeah. diamond in StarCraft. Thought I was best in the world. You know, I was probably the best white guy in Oklahoma for a while. That's for sure. <laughs> uh you know, I love all their games, for the most yeah. part. Have you tried Overwatch? Yeah, yeah, I got to play on the little. Uh, they had like a weekend, and I, I played. Yeah. I played then. I love it. I'm I'm loving it a lot. I think it's great. It's exactly how I felt. I mean, I yeah. thought it was total fun. I had I didn't even know what was going on in most games. Like, I was just playing my class and learning the class, and like it feels yeah. like you learn a little bit every game, and you improve a little bit. And that's a big thing. I do think they need to add a little bit of a rank system, maybe something like Counter Strike has. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure they will too. They said they're adding a ladder, yeah. like uh, kind of like a Starcraft ladder. Is what they're basing hmm. off of. And I think uh, 
like a title or whatever you would call that, whatever they have in Counter Strike. Like your, I don't even know. I don't play enough Counter Strike. Yeah, tired. I don't. I don't play enough either. I got pretty drunk the other night and tried to play Counter Strike because I was asked <laughs> on New Year's Eve on my stream. I had a. I feel like that's not the kind of game that's no. that fun when you're drunk. No, no. <laughs> you just lose. It was. I mean, it wasn't any different than when I was sober. <laughs> I just died all the time. I had a really fun New Year's stream. We uh, that was first. So I moved to my current community to to take over a small business. And uh, when I moved here, I was from a college town that had great internet. I moved here and it was like ten megabytes down, one up. Like you absolutely couldn't yeah. stream anything. So I had to like cut off my stream that I was building. Couldn't even do that as a hobby. And then all of a sudden, here about a month ago, internet gets moved up from. 10 down, 1 up to 150 down, and like 10, 10 up, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh shit, I could stream all of a sudden, that's all, only thing I could do was the podcast with no video, that's why I was excited to do video today, because I got enough bit rate to actually push that through without lagging, yeah. and uh, so now that I'm able to, I don't even know where the hell I was going with all that, oh, but then I did the the New Year's stream, and it was like really my first real stream. And I had Since a, you got yeah, uh, so, update? Yes, yeah, it was my the first upgrade. real one that I pushed. And I had a drinking game, smartly. Like, eight, if you donated eight bucks, it would <coughs> make me finish my drink plus chug, <laughs> chug the next drink. Five bucks was to finish my drink and two bucks was to drink three drinks. And the first thing I get is eight bucks. The second thing I get is eight bucks. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was a fun New Year's Eve. I mean, yeah. for sitting at home playing by myself. But I should try doing something like that on my stream. Oh yeah, people, see if it works. People love that stuff, and I had a little like donation yeah. thing up here above my cam that said "baby spawn timer," and so <laughs> since we're having a kid in ten days, and so this would be fun. That's intense, man! Congratulations. Yeah. Thank way. you, thank you very much. We've uh, huge. been together for a long time, so it's been coming, yeah. but still it's scary like yeah i felt the whole time like oh no time's passing at all oh we're like six weeks in oh we're 10 weeks in and then now it's like oh there's 10 days left i'm like fuck <laughs> I'm scared to be a father man yeah. Jeez. but the house is ready <laughs> and we have all the baby nice. stuff nice. we need i mean it's good it's all hello kittied out stuff like that so there's more pink in my house than there ever has been <laughs> well if you'd like to go ahead and Give some shout outs and tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Um yeah, just uh at spy underscore Walter Bear on Twitter and twitch.tv slash wallabear. And uh yeah. That's it. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. I really appreciate you coming on and being my yeah, first no. new guest with my awesome new set that I it was an honor dumped a lot of money into and, and uh, thank you for all the follows everybody that came here I saw Elbereth I saw Mercator uh, let's see GCD TV a whole bunch of big guys that you would recognize from other places and really appreciate all that thank you to my sponsor Warsong Battalion you can find me at Twitter at Rashivi or at QPOP you can email any questions or comments for next week to QPOP to gmail.com. You can find us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search for the QPOP podcast. And you can find us on Stitcher or your favorite podcast app. We're on every single one. So just go ahead and check it out. And that will be edited out so that we don't hear things like Walla Bear Skype dying and 
<laughs> me rambling for two minutes. But other than that, I really appreciate everybody that showed up. Thank you for the host so much. We really appreciate that. It got us a lot more views than we usually have. So thanks for queuing up, guys. We'll see you guys next time.